Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we've got a great lineup uh, for everybody out there today as soon as I get a hold of my mic here that's taken on a life of its own. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. How are you doing today? I'll be all right. Just happy, happy, happy. Joining me uh, straight up is somebody that... uh, you know, I always I always think about what it is in our lives that we decide to take yes to say yes to and uh, whether or not we're pulled towards something or if it is an example of how our soul is kind of crafting a pathway for us to step into. Well, such is the conversation that I'm about to have with my very special guest today, Naomi Tutu, joining me here today. You know, we can say a lot about who she is, but here are here are just a few of the words. I mean, let's talk about activist. Now, many people have saw the article, the Time magazine article, where the person of the year is the protester. I mean, that is kind of a breakthrough for so many people, but is a recognition of what it is that is out there right now uh, for people to say yes to. Uh, joining me here today, we'll talk about this incredible journey, what it means to step in to this place where you stand for something and stand for something that is about peace, that takes um, the hatred in the world and puts it in the place that it belongs and chooses love to spread the word that we must do something. We must do something to make sure that people are being treated well in this lifetime. So she's joining us here today, the third child of Archbishop Desmond and uh, Desmond Tutu, and she's she's here to talk about what her role is going to be, the upcoming Women of Wisdom Conference, and to talk about gender-based violence. Um, what a great show. Naomi, thank you for joining me here today. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, and thank you for having me. You know, some people would say that um, we are connected now through so many forms of media that we we get to see the awfulness of what's going on in the world in a way we've not done before. Some people say that violence has been accelerated. Uh, But the question then becomes, is there a place to step in to understand what reconciliation really means? And, of course, the body of work that you're doing. Yes, and I mean, I think that in the same way that um, the new media has given us an opportunity to see how terrible things are, it is also, though, we have to admit, given us the opportunity to see works and people of courage all over the world um, that we might not have been uh, exposed to. And it's also given us the tools, actually, to be part of uh, movements in a different way. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of um, the the extent to which social media has played a role in the Arab Spring and keeping us informed, even as governments try to suppress the reports coming out, that we were able to see on Twitter and Facebook what was happening in those countries. So that, yes, it has, um, media does show us 
what is terrible out there, but it also gives us the opportunity to see the great work that people are doing. Um, I mean, just thinking of the, the the women who won the Nobel Peace Prize, um, the uh, Lima Bowie from um, Liberia, who led a movement of women opposing the civil war peacefully. Yeah. Who just simply said, we're not going to be part of this conflict and we're not going to allow our children to be part of this conflict. And in 20 years ago, it would have taken us, I don't know how long, to find out about that struggle and, and that movement. And now is she is now taking the lead um, in the movement for reconciliation in her country. And again, you know, in terms of reconciliation, I think that one of the wonderful things that has happened in the last few years has been the access that we now have to attempts at reconciliation all over the world so that we can look at models that have been tried in South Africa that have been tried in Rwanda, that have been tried in different countries in Latin America, and see what makes sense for where we are. I, I think this is, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is a very, very exciting time because, you know, if you go back before, I mean, we we actually take Twitter and Facebook for granted, I think, at some level. But, you know, I remember when, okay, I'm going to date myself for a little bit. I remember <laughs> when you got on a plane, right? You're You're sitting at the airport and you're ready to get on a plane, but you didn't have a cell phone, so you couldn't call anybody. You couldn't talk mm-hmm. about anything. You know, you weren't going to have a laptop that you could plug into. You had to just kind of sit there and read an article in a newspaper. (laughs) Now there's so much coming at us that we get Mm -hmm. to see and hear that I think at some level uh, we have to figure out where the truth lies. You see? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I have to date myself too because uh-huh. I have to say that I'm somebody who sometimes misses those days I when when you were in the airport you could not be reached so you could <laughs> enjoy you could enjoy that book and that article that you had been putting aside to read all this time. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. And you know, even the levels of technology that have changed, you know, from going from a standard cell phone now to a smartphone. So it, mm-hmm. it, we have gotten more complicated in terms of our media, but there are also more opportunities. Now, you're going to be doing a workshop a shop at the Women of Wisdom. Let's talk about reconciliation for a minute, if we could, uh, because mm-hmm. I believe you'll be focusing on this. Can Explain this to our listeners. What are the three levels of reconciliation? Well, the three levels that I work on are reconciliation with self, um, and then reconciliation with those close to you, family and friends. And then finally, reconciliation with the, the larger world, the, the larger world community and, um, and your creator. Mm. You know, and, and I think it's important that we, we do talk about reconciliation with self. I think that so often we focus outside that, you know, we're talking about making up with a friend who you've had an argument with or um, that we need to be peacemakers in the world. But I think that until we, unless we start with that reconciliation with ourselves, that we get to that place where we can forgive ourselves for not being the great person that we thought we were going to be that didn't become president of our country or we 
didn't become a world-famous um, peace mediator. Um, whatever it is that, you know, in our youth that we we so were sure we were going to do, that if we haven't done it, um, that we have to be willing to reconcile with ourselves and look at what it is we have done in the world. Well, and, you know, I love talking about this because um, there is a, a war going on. And the war that's going on really does begin inside ourselves. And mm-hmm. I think that the, the recent events, at least in this country here, uh, but also globally, uh, has really had people think about the contradiction that has been their lives. You know, I mentioned at the top that the Time magazine picked the protester as a person of the year. You know, Mm -hmm. for people to get out now and start protesting and stand for something, they had to deal with their own contradiction in their lives, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. I mean, that we, you know, we have to look at ourselves both as um, people doing positive things in the world, but also recognize where it is that we are harming ourselves, others, and our planet, and 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 try and balance. who we are, really, and and fully accept who we are, the the good and the bad. And I think that you know, I, I think you're right that it does start. The war does start with us because if we are unwilling to recognize the great, the potential for greatness in ourselves, then we are probably unwilling to act um, boldly in in maybe protesting or whatever choose to be. But also, if we are unwilling to accept the potential for evil in no. ourselves, yes. then we we put it out on that other. And that other then carries all that is wrong in the world. And we and, and, and then we we take away our responsibility for any injustice or suffering. Um, and and so we so that that's what reconciliation is for me. It is about accepting ourselves wholly as a potential for greatness and the potential for for evil. You know, it's really um, for so many people, it really is a time to look at oneself in the context of one's life. I mean, I know you've done this from an early, early age, given, uh, you know, how you grew up and your environment and the things that you've said yes, that you are going to take on and stand for. You know, what is it that we can say, especially in light of this upcoming uh, 20th anniversary of the Women of Wisdom Conference, what is it that we can say about your presentation and what you, what message you want to bring forth to the people that will attend your workshop? Well, I mean, I think that the, the, the underlying one is, is what you said, that we need to be clear about the contradictions in our own lives. But I more than that, I think that the, the the real message is that reconciliation is possible. Mm, powerful and message. Reconciliation is possible with ourselves. Reconciliation is possible with those whom we have hurt or who have hurt us. And reconciliation is possible for our whole planet, our whole community of humans, animals, plants, that, it, that 
we can actually live a in a a just universe. One of the things I want to talk about when we come back from break is this notion of trust. Trust that the path that we're on, the changes we're making, trust that, you know, there is a benevolence in the universe that really does guide. And it is a benevolent energy in the face of evil or the evil we face within ourselves. Naomi Tutu joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, what does it mean to be the truth teller? How do truth and reconciliation work together? And we'll give you some details on how you can attend the workshop that she's giving. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day Lord, it made me feel Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com. D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H dot com. Come to Seattle February 16th through the 20th for the 20th annual Women of Wisdom Conference. The theme is Radiate the Divine Feminine. Our world is ready. Our featured guests are Jean Houston, Jean Shinoda Bolin, Imsara, Yubaka Hill, and Naomi Tutu. Join Women of Wisdom for experiential life-changing workshops and evening presentations to inspire you. You can choose to attend the whole weekend or individual events. No charge for visiting. Daily activities such as the Goddess Market, Art Show, Tea House, and receive a reading or a healing at the temple. Are you ready to join a community of women who support each other in their journey to discover and develop their passions and purpose in life? Women of Wisdom is the place to be this February 16th through the 20th. Go to womenofwisdom.org to discover all the diverse offerings Women of Wisdom has to offer you. See you there. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Have you asked your dentist about periodontal disease? Three out of four adults in Seattle unknowingly suffer from this painless but progressive infection caused by bacterial plaque. If not carefully treated, these bacteria can infect your gums, deteriorating the tissue and causing tooth loss. At Pacific Northwest Periodontics and Implant Dentistry, we offer a different kind of patient experience, providing the highest level of perio care within a relaxing environment. After a thorough examination, our doctors will take the time to understand your needs, address your concerns, and review a variety of treatment options with you. Our goal is to work with you to ensure the integrity of your dental health. Don't allow periodontal disease to take your teeth. Call Pacific Northwest Periodontics at 206-575-1086 to schedule an appointment. Or to learn more about periodontics, visit us online at pnwperio.com. 
Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. In celebration of the 20th anniversary uh, anniversary for the Women of Wisdom, we're so thrilled to have one of the presenters joining us here today. Later on in the show, we'll have Jean Houston. But right now, Naomi Tutu is joining us here today. Uh, and, and, you know, I, honestly, we've got to figure out a way to record some of the things that go on during the commercials. It's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, Naomi, I ask you a question. And, and again, thank you so much for joining us. I ask you a question before the break that had to do with truth and reconciliation, um, and especially from within. And um, and I know that that you will be presenting at the Women of Wisdom uh, conference. I mean, isn't this par- partially what your work is about to help us reconcile the battle that goes on within ourselves about the lives that we thought we were going to have or the lives we're having or the the lives we're not having or cell phones in the airport or not. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly, I have to tell you, I'm reconciling something that you might think is a little silly, but I've decided to read the books, The Hunger Games. And mm-hmm. I decided to do that to stay aware of what our pop culture is chiming into. Somebody said to me, why would you even read those books? The concept well, in them is violent. So what do you think? Well, you know, I was introduced to The Hunger Games by my son, my 14-year-old son. And I haven't read it, but he's he's one of those who tells you play by play. And, <laughs> and he did say that, you know, it's, it's really violent and sometimes it's scary, um, but that it, the the idea the the concept of this competition um you know it has has him hooked and i think that it is something that is um attractive i mean it it might not be attractive in the violence but that the 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 the, the idea of these young people competing that yeah. is attractive to young people yeah. um and that's what you know that's what that's what what brings them in, and I—I uh, I think you're right to 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 be interested and to and to read, um, to to find out what young people are interested and involved in, um, and I think you know I think that pretending violence does not exist is not the way to deal with violence. Right. Right. Um, you know, closing uh, off our and and you know, it's again, it goes back to what I said about pretending that the 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 potential for evil doesn't exist within us does not prevent violence, uh, does not prevent prevent evil. Um, that it is when we recognize that potential within us that we are actually free to be those who struggle against evil. Uh, you know. And listening, part of what brought me to this reconciliation workshop was actually listening to hearings of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in 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 South Africa. And when I listened to those who were perpetrators of human rights abuses, yeah. those who were the torturers, the murderers, that my first reaction was, my goodness, you know, what kind of people are these? Well, thank goodness I could never be that person. But then I stopped myself and thought, how do you know right. you could never be that person? Because when you looked at those people, they were human beings just like me, who had people whom they loved, who went to church just like I did, and, you know, who, 
were members of their community. So what is it that set them apart from me to make them able to do that? And I think that what made them able to do that was that they were so indoctrinated into the belief that these people they were abusing were not quite the same as them, were not quite as human as they were. And and I think that that is where we start in saying, how do I make sure that I recognize and respect my humanity and therefore recognize and respect the humanity of, of all those around me? Yeah, this is really, I love this conversation with you. And I was just commenting, I would love to have you, I I would love to spend more time. And I know we're both extremely busy, and I know you are. But this is really, uh, for me, uh, stepping up and really looking at what's going on in the world and figure out that you've got to take a stand for something. You know, when I was younger, and and I'm sure you could go back to your childhood as well. You know, when, when I was younger, I grew up in the Bronx. And, um, uh, and, you know, I, I, I walked home from school and I never knew what was going to happen in the short two blocks I had to walk. Mm. And, you mm. know, and, and the reason I never knew is because when I think you get jumped uh, by gangs and at knife point and, and, and that's your existence, you live mm. in the world of never knowing. Now, the good news is that as an adult, I have this incredible ability to be in the place of not knowing. <laughs> so, you know, you take a look at a childhood event, right? And, mm-hmm. and the way you grew up. But then you ask yourself, should I carry a knife? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I do that as a, as a kid walking down the street? Should you do that? See, and this is what I think you're talking about. We don't know the chain of events that bring us to a place where we challenge our beliefs. You know, I mean, there's much that you're doing, and I want to make sure everybody knows about that. Let's take a minute to make sure that people can find out more about you. What's the best place we can send them? Well, the best place right now is the Women of Wisdom um, website for for the conference, which is womenofwisdom.org, I believe. Yes. Um, and that's the, that would be the best place um, in terms of the... Um, the, the conference. Um, I'm also ambassador for Join My Village, which is joinmyvillage.com, I believe. I always get these comms and all. Yeah, exactly. Mixed up. I'm, I'm too old for these things now. Um, but um, Join My Village, which is uh, an amazing attempt to, to get people involved mm-hmm. in empowering women in, in Africa. Um, women and girls, and that's one of my my passions is for people to to see what it is, particularly that African women and girls are already doing. And Join My Village is a place that works with women and girls who are trying to get an education, trying to start a business, and and just giving them that extra little help that will make their dreams a reality. Um, and for me, it's important that it, it, is, it is showing women and girls as actors and activists, um, not the, the 
picture that we see so often of African women and girls of, you know, waiting for the next handout or waiting for the world to save them, right. because that is so far from the truth of, of, of the reality of, of African women and African girls. Um, one of my, a friend of mine put up on their Facebook uh, uh, saying that, you know, if hard work is what ensured that you um, riches, then all the women and girls of Africa would be millionaires. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, just you know. So for me, it is important um, that the work and of, of join my village is supported, so that those women and girls who are working so hard um, get the support from around the world. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, there's so much that we, um, uh, you know, we uh, we take a global look at something and we say this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And, and we and it's got to fit our our own paradigm, right? I mean, exactly. many people have come out and said uh, to uh, Angelina Jolie, for example, many people have come out and praised her for her uh, the the movie, the upcoming movie in the Land of Blood and Honey. Many people have come out and said. You know what? Why are you doing that film now? You know, that was how many years ago? Why are you shining the light on that now? And, you know, it's kind of interesting how we get both sides of things, isn't it? Well, it is. And I, you know, and I think it is also interesting how short our attention span has become. <laughs> yeah. You know, that um, an issue that is, a, that is right at the top of the news once it is no longer on the front pages, we tend to think that the issue is over. And the reality is, you know, um, I, I, was, I was talking to um, Craig Kielberger, who started Free the Children, and one of, their, one of their guiding principles is that we are not in the places that are in the headlines. Because when they're in the headlines, everybody is paying attention, money is flowing. But as soon as they're not in the headlines, the needs so often remain, but the attention of the world is gone. And then that is when we move in. And, and, you know, and so I, again, this is one of those organizations that I just think is is, is really amazing. And, And the fact that they have recognized how short our attention span yes. often is yes. and have said, we are going to be the ones who step in when the world's attention has moved on. Exactly. Because what the past precedence is uh, has the, one of our greatest fears that we will repeat ourselves. Thank you, Naomi, for joining us here today. I can't well, wait to see you. you. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.